What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Chrisomania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, with the powerful questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Yes, welcome, my friends, to the Chris Van Vliet Show, and welcome to the first ever CVV mini-episode. Now, the podcast has always been about the long-form and in-depth interviews that we do with wrestlers, both past and present. And don't get me wrong, I love doing those. Those are my favorite thing in the whole world. Uh, I'm fascinated by people, and I love, you know, more than just scratching the surface, I love diving deep into these conversations, and uh, that will not stop. In fact, the plan moving forward is to release my regularly scheduled podcast episodes, these in-depth interviews, on the same day every single week so you know exactly when they're going to drop. And that day, moving forward, in fact, beginning this week, will be every single Thursday. So this week, we're kicking it off with my interview with Big Mike, Michael Elgin from Impact Wrestling. Uh, So that's this Thursday and then every Thursday moving forward. So mark your calendars if you still own a calendar. If you want to circle your calendar, you know, on the wall, that's fine. Otherwise, just do what uh, everybody else in 2019 is doing and uh, subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of these. We have some big ones coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, big ones. I don't know what that big ones. Uh, <laughs> Enzo Amore, that one's happening uh, very soon. Kurt Angle, just confirmed that he'll do an interview. Santino Morella, um, at least I think that one's confirmed. We've gone back and forth. I think, sorry, Santino, if that one is not confirmed, but... Uh, Hoping to do that one. And also Just Incredible and Flip Gordon. So a bunch of interviews coming up. Those are just the ones that are confirmed. Working on some other ones as well. So if you have interviews or questions for any of these interviewees, uh, send me a message. uh, Tweet me uh, on Instagram or Twitter. It's at Chris Van Vliet. But as you know, as you know, at the heart of all of this, I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, just like you. So every once in a while, if there's an interesting topic or something big going on, big I don't know why I keep saying it like that. Uh, something big going on in the world of wrestling. I want to drop one of these mini episodes to get my thoughts out there and also kind of bounce it off you guys as a sounding board. And then you can tell me what you think about it. So I watched Full Gear on Saturday night. Great show, as always. But after the World Championship match ended with Chris Jericho, he retained the title. And I thought, who's next in line for the title shot? Because right now there's no clear number one contender. And what's exciting is it could really go in any direction. And there's a number of people who could make a viable claim for that number one contender's spot. And remember, wins and losses in AEW matter. So that obviously factors in big time into who gets a shot at Le Champion's championship. So a case could, of course, be made for Cody to get a rematch. But with that stipulation that if he loses, he couldn't wrestle for the title again, Cody's out of the picture. So... Even if he was able to wrestle, by the way, he wouldn't be able to actually get cleared to wrestle with the injury that he suffered on Saturday at the pay-per-view. So, in my opinion, 
That leaves us with, us with five possible title contenders. And I'm sure all of this will be revealed over the next few weeks with AEW programming. And if I had to guess, and let me be clear, I do not know about this or anything else, but if I had to guess as a fan from one fan to another, I would think that we'll see a title match in AEW before the end of the year on Dynamite. I mean, it's midway through uh, November right now, which means there's what? Six, I didn't do the math on this, I'm sorry. There's six more episodes of Dynamite before the end of the year. So I think we would see a title match on Dynamite uh, sometime in 2019 before we head into 2020. So here we go, the top five. I think a strong case could be made for Hangman Page to get another title shot. I mean, he picked up the big win against Pac at the pay-per-view. He has some history here with Chris Jericho. It could be very easy to go, hey, Hangman Page, Chris Jericho, one more time, boom, let's see this thing happen. Will that happen, though? I don't know, because John Moxley is undefeated in singles competition, something that Hangman Page is not. He had the big, decisive win over Kenny Omega in that insane match at Full Gear. But of course, yes, that was an unsanctioned match. That doesn't factor into any of this. It was a lights-out match. You know, it technically didn't even really happen, according to the record book. So, but with that said, that leads us to our third possible number one contender. If that match didn't count, if that loss didn't count for Kenny Omega, then why can't Kenny Omega be a number one contender? A strong case could be made for Kenny Omega. And and we all know, it's not in AEW, but we all know the history uh, that Kenny Omega has with Chris Jericho and the amazing matches that they've had. How awesome would that be? I mean, I think that's going to happen at some point, whether it happens in the next you know, few weeks here in AEW or not. That's another story. But I think at some point, we're going to see Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. As we move along here, the Bastard Pack. He's a totally believable contender, except for the fact that he lost to Hangman Page on Saturday night at Full Gear. Although... Check me out here. If Pac picks up a few more wins over the next few weeks, I could totally see this happening. He only has one loss on his record. That one loss is to Hangman Page. So I think that if Pac picks up a few more wins here, wins and losses, of course, matter in AEW, I think some matches between Pac and Chris Jericho could be pretty incredible. I'm going to throw a little curveball at you for this last one here. Okay? Stay with me here because this one does make sense if you think about it. Jake Hager, okay? Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say Chris Van Vliet. He's in the inner circle. This doesn't make any sense. But how about this? He hasn't spoken a single word since coming into AEW. What if Jake Hager joined the inner circle just to get close to Chris Jericho, learn his ways, drink a little bit of the bubble, get in his head, and then beat Chris Jericho at his own game? This one may seem far-fetched from the outset, but I think once you dive deep into this one, this one does make sense, except for the fact that Jake Hager has zero wins and zero losses, and wins and losses matter. So he is both undefeated and he's winless. So there you go. Those are my top five contenders, in my opinion, for Jericho's AEW World Championship. Now, I'm not saying that others don't deserve a shot, like, say, Like, say, Luchasaurus, who I'm sure one day will be the world champ, but not yet. He still has a lot to accomplish with Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt as Jurassic Express. Or MJF, 
who again, I'm sure, will one day be the AEW world champion. That guy has an insane amount of heat, but I think right now he has this program set up with Cody. We're going to see how that one goes, and super interested to see how that one goes. Man, I watched that, I watched that kick to the nuts like a bunch more times, and I'm like, ooh, that looked really good. And then that smirk that he gave to the camera, it was so well done, so well done. So MJF could, yes, could be a number one contender, but I think that uh, he has to figure everything out there with uh, uh, with Cody. Also, it'd be heel-heel, right? Jericho's a heel. MJF's a heel. Both super over, right? I mean, two of the most over guys in the entire company, but they're both heels. So I'm thinking, yes, we will see MJF in the title picture at some point. It just won't be anytime soon. So there you go. One of those five men that I just listed will be the number one contender. But who will it be? And when will it be? Let me know. I'm at Chris Fanvleet on Twitter and Instagram. I hope you enjoyed the mini episode. I enjoyed the mini episode. Um, let me know, though, who you think should get a, to- a shot at that gorgeous AEW World Heavyweight Championship. That's a beautiful belt, isn't it? I'm at Chris Fanvleet. Thanks for joining the mini episode. And hang on and uh, be watching for that interview with Michael Elgin this Thursday. That is, that's going to be our day moving forward. The Chris Van Vliet Show every Thursday. Uh, and we're going to kick it off with Big Mike. Man, he's big. We'll see you Thursday. <laughs>